The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware, 174. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. We talk a lot about mindset, don't we? And we talk about being able to really step up our game, step into our celebrity, and really almost be like, quote unquote, Hollywood ready. Well, would it surprise you or would it delight you to talk to somebody who actually is Hollywood ready, who's been Hollywood ready, who's been out there doing the big films and really having the big experiences? I think you'll be really interested in hearing from today's guest. We have Adam Leipzig with us. And Adam Leipzig, he's got such a varied past. I mean, he is the guy who's been teaching filmmakers how to be filmmakers. He's been out there teaching business people how to be business people. He is a true renaissance man. He's previously been CEO of Entertainment Media Partners. He was a senior executive at Walt Disney Studios and president at National Geographic Films. I mean, think about being involved with pictures like March of the Penguins and Dead Poet Society, Titus, Good Morning Vietnam. I mean, really a big hitter out in the Hollywood world, and I'm really excited to dig into his head because you know as well as I know that you have to think differently. You have to have a different mindset if you really want to step up, and I think who better to talk to us about that than Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, Dana. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for that really generous introduction. Well, it's really nice to have you here. And so let's just start right in with mindset. How important do you think mindset has been to your own success and your own journey in life? Only about a thousand and ten percent. You know, you, you think about the people who people who succeed. The demarcating thing is not talent, although you need talent. And it's not luck, although you need luck. It's persistence. It's the ability to get up after you've been knocked down. Uh, you've been, you were really generous in talking about some of the movies that I've had the opportunity to make and the great teams that I've been involved with. Uh, and yes, I have made 30 movies. The reason I've made 30 movies is because I tried to make 300 movies. Mm. And I failed 270 times. 
And you just embrace this failure and you get right back up again and you keep going. You've got to be persistent. Yeah, I really think that resilience is underrated. I don't think people think or talk about it. Do you think that you were a naturally optimistic person? Like, has that been something easy for you to come by? Like, when you get knocked down, do you usually just go like, okay, well, next, and move on? Or did you have to learn how to do that? I had to learn how to do that. You know, I I was actually taught the power of that very word you just said, next, by the first mentor I had in the movie business, who was Jeffrey Katzenberg. He's a legendary executive. He was running Walt Disney Studios at the time. He later founded DreamWorks and uh, was one of the founders of DreamWorks and now runs DreamWorks Animation. And I learned the story about Next because uh, we had a big hit movie at Disney one weekend. And we came in uh, on Monday morning. We were dancing on the tabletops. Jeffrey entered the meeting room, looked around at everybody and just said, Next. We all just felt deflated, like, well, like, where's the pat on the back? Uh, you know, where are the high fives? Where's the bottle of champagne at 9 o'clock in the morning? But then I really learned the power of the word next. A few months later, when we had another movie that opened, we thought it was going to be fantastic. It turned out to be a dog. It made almost nothing at the box office. We came in on a Monday morning meeting. We were glum. We thought we were going to be whipped and punished. And Jeffrey walked into the room, saw our long faces, and said, next. Right. You move right on. You know, that just gave me goosebumps when you said that, because what's so nice about that, I remember hearing somebody say, you shouldn't read your good press or your bad press. It's almost like what you're saying is, it's all just part of the journey. It's all just part of the course. Don't make anything too big of a deal. If you want to have that five minutes of celebration at school, but really, and I find this for myself too, you really are just ending up at a new platform where you're looking at the next thing you want to do anyway, right? Yes, that's exactly true. Now, at the same time, I am, as you know, I'm a business person and an entrepreneur. I work with a lot of Fortune 50, Fortune 10 companies. We're very data-driven. I do believe in learning from each experience. I believe in listening to your audience and your customer, your consumer, seeing what they liked, what they didn't like, so you can do it better the next time. But I don't believe in getting depressed and not moving on to the next time. Because there's one thing that we know about anybody who succeeds they thought they could succeed, right? Right. Like we, every time we try to succeed, we don't. We fail a lot of the times. Like I, I just told you, I fail 90% of the time. But I have to believe that I can succeed each time I go out. Otherwise, I'm condemning myself to failure. Right, exactly. Do you have any tricks for believing in yourself? You know, how much of it is external where you just see something and you you get a feeling or an intuition like that's the thing or and how much of it is internal where you're actually motivating yourself or or talking to yourself about it being the thing do you know what I mean I think that I do For, for me it's internal I kind of intuitively don't trust people for whom success mantras are external i I feel them when they're pitching me too hard in the room, when they're too slick, when they're too overconfident, not humble enough, not aware of the fallacies uh, to which we are, you know, are all prey. I intuitively don't trust that. I think we have to have great confidence in our judgment and always be curious and learning, knowing that we're not always right. We can always improve. Yeah, it's almost like really being aware, being willing to pay attention and being aware and being yeah. coachable and being open and all of those good things. 
So do you follow your intuition when you do things? Yeah, I do. I think the gut is really smart. I really believe in my gut. And if there's something that feels wrong or a story that it's just not appealing to me or people who don't feel right to work with, I just don't do it. And sometimes I can't give you an intellectual reason why. I have learned over time to follow my instincts. And I think this is true for all creative entrepreneurs, is you have to follow your instincts. At the beginning of your career, your instincts suck. <laughs> right? Because you haven't had much of a, you haven't had a lot of experience yet, so they suck. You have to know that they suck, but you have to follow them. You have to trust them because they're the only thing that will guide you, pull you through. As you do it over and over again, your instincts do get better. Have you ever heard, I'm not going to know it now, but somebody please look this up and post it to our Facebook page. There's some kind of a Confucius saying that something like, experience comes from bad judgment. (laughs) I, I agree with you about intuition, and I think I heard you say, one time that as a venture capitalist and the people you work with who are venture capitalists, most of the time, like really powerful, successful people, more often than not, they're using their intuition as opposed to their logic. Do you think that's true? I do think it's true. Uh, really smart people, people who run big companies with whom I've been, I've had the opportunity to work or been in the same rooms with. Uh, they make very fast decisions. They have to make decisions because there are so many things that are coming to their laptops on a regular basis, and they have to be able to render quick decisions so their teams can move with ballet-like grace and respond to the marketplace. But at the same time, I think that their intuition is informed by being very data-driven. Really good executives, I know, are always they're curious people. They are data sponges. They want to know everything. And because they keep knowing everything and they just they get data on a constant basis, their intuitions get very good. And they're able to make quick decisions without being able to walk through all, all the logical steps. Uh, but it is, it's somehow informed by the fact that they've got so much data uh, at their disposal. You know, Adam, it's interesting because you're really kind of laying out a formula here. I don't know if you even know that you're doing it intentionally, but it's sounding to me like what you're saying is, Don't be afraid to make fast decisions. Make those decisions. Trust your intuition. Know that your intuition is going to suck at first, but that as you make mistakes and read the data and make mistakes again and read the data, you're going to get better and better and better. But hone those decision-making skills because ultimately that's where you're going to get the data from. If you don't do anything, you don't have any results to evaluate, right? Exactly true. And we learn often a lot more from our bad decisions than our good decisions. We learn a lot more from our failures than our, from our successes. I also think that as we go along in life, you know, certainly with the teams of people that I work with, there's a percentage of decisions that we make that will be wrong. We just accept that. Yeah. You know, maybe 10 or 15%, they're going to be wrong. We, we made the wrong call. People make the wrong call, but 85 or 90% will be right. And there's a greater value in making the decision because you're going to be right most of the time than being afraid to make a decision because you may or may not be right. I agree with you. We are part of the fire ready aim camp here. <laughs> we truly are like, we'll figure it out after. Let's just do something and then we'll do it. So I couldn't agree more. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're having a really interesting conversation with Adam Leipzig. You know, Adam has a really varied and interesting history working with a a lot of people who you know as everyday names. I mean, think about it. This is a guy, 
He was the CEO of Entertainment Media Partners, a senior executive at Walt Disney Studios, and president of National Geographic Films. He is out there now really teaching others how to be creative, how to be great business people. He's teaching in the business school at Berkeley and doing fantastic speeches. I mean, if you want a guy that's going to motivate your audience, this is the guy. Look how interesting this is and how he really takes everything into account. So I'd love it if you check out some information. You can head over to his website at adamleipzig.com, and I'm going to spell that for you. It's A-D-A-M-L-E-I-P-Z or Z, depending where you are, I-G.com, adamleipzig.com, and we'll include the link on the website so that you can check him out for your next event. We're going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm going to ask Adam how you deal with self-doubt. We'll be right back. I don't know about you, but now that I understand Train Your Brain and the power of mindset, I want to be around other people who get it. That's why I joined Train Your Brain U at trainyourbrainu.com. So many experts are training the old tired stuff like work hard, get out of your comfort zone, discipline yourself, blah, blah, blah. I can't even listen to it anymore. I really just want to learn from and mingle with people who understand that getting happy is the fastest path to success. I want to grow my business the easy way. That's why I joined Train Your Brain U at trainyourbrainu.com. And did I mention that it's only a dollar a day? It's incredible. Go ahead and check it out for yourself at trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu.com. Trainyourbrainu.com. Hi, this is Dana Wilde. We're having a really interesting conversation with Adam Leipzig. And actually, if you haven't done it already, I hope you did it on the break, but check out his website at adamleipzig.com. It's A-D-A-M-L-E-I-P-Z or Z-I-G.com. And, you know, he's great for events, motivating people, talking about creativity, talking about thinking differently, talking about business and how to really take it to the next level because that's what we're doing here. You know, if if you're listening, chances are you're an achiever and you're coachable and you're a go-getter and you're a lifelong learner. And really that's what we look to learn from it. People like Adam who can teach us how to take it to the next level. And so Adam, let me ask you something because obviously you've had a lot of success. Do you ever have moments of self-doubt? Every day. <laughs> uh, you, you know, look, we look at people who have achieved success or what we believe to be success in our society. Um, sometimes people look at me and say, oh, you're so successful, you're so confident. I know that I have pure confidence. I have self-doubt all the time. Every person I know who's in a position of authority and um, apparent success also has self-doubt. Dana, you come off as really confident, but I'll make you a small bet that you have self-doubt too. Uh, every day. You're absolutely right. right. Yeah, ab- so, absolutely. And, but the, but the important thing isn't do you have self-doubt or not. It, the important thing is how do you deal with it. By the way, if you don't have any self-doubt, I probably don't want to work with you because <laughs> you, you're, you're, just too, you're just too full of your own stuff and you probably don't have good instincts and you probably uh, are not willing to listen to others or collaborate well. You maybe need a diagnosis. <laughs> that could be it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
And on top of that, it's also part of our instinctive gut process, which lets us question ourselves and always be curious and always try to learn more, educate ourselves more. So every day, we just try to be a little bit better than the day before. Well, and so let me ask you, because you obviously are an aware guy and probably catch yourself when you have those moments of self-doubt. When you have those moments, is there any kind of go-to trick that you use to kind of talk yourself out of feeling that way? I mean, anything that you can give if somebody's listening to this and they have low confidence or self-doubt that they can do to implement yeah, although it's not about talking myself out of it or thinking myself out of it. I just go back to the basics. When, I, well, when I'm working on something and I need to make a decision, read a script, have a creative inspiration on something, uh, look at a business plan that isn't working and I feel really uncertain about myself, I'll go back to the basics. I look at it all again. I read it again. I remember the things that I know and then I just build on those. I find that after I do that, it pulls me out of the self-doubt or the lack of the ability to make a decision or see things clearly, mm-hmm. and I come to a place of clarity. Mm-hmm. I get that. So basically, uh, let me see if I got this right. What you're saying is if you really just go back to the basics, it's almost like saying, okay, I know what I know. I know what I'm good at. I'm going to take those first steps to just do the things that I know how to do and do those things that I know how to do, and I'll get the clarity after that. It'll come to me as I'm doing it. Does that make sense? That's exactly right. If I, if I can do it by analogy, if you've ever taken uh, any classes or training in higher mathematics, you look at these problems, and they're just crazy. You look at it and say, well, that's not even in letters or symbols that I can understand. <laughs> but then if you take, a, you take those equations apart, piece by piece, little thing by little thing, it's 2 plus 2 equals 4. And then you build upon those things. Right, right. It is. It is that idea of it's just baby steps and it's one step at a time and that'll get you there. I think it's easy to get overwhelmed when you're looking at too big of the picture and that's when the self-doubt comes in. So I I love Mm -hmm. this advice. Good stuff. Adam, do you have any parting advice before we say goodbye? I would say don't put it on your list. Don't think about when you're going to do it. Don't put it on your list. Put it on your calendar. Hmm, nice. That is really good advice. Oh, my gosh. I'm totally doing that today. <laughs> that is such a good advice because once you schedule it, it's done. Now you've got a deadline. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Adam, for being here. Thank you so much. It's been great to talk with you. Remember, that was Adam Leipzig. You can find him over at adamleipzig.com. That's A-D-A-M-L-E-I-P, like Paul, Z like zebra, I-G dot com. He want to go over and you want to check out his site, find out what he can do for your company. He's out there giving these awesome, motivating teaching experiences, and I know he can help you out. And thank you for being here. Everything Adam told us today, you can start doing today. I mean, this is easy stuff that he's talking about. He's not talking about going out and taking on the world. He's talking about taking those small steps. Look at the basics. What do you already know? Do the things you already know how to do and trust that you feel the same way as people like him, as all of these big hitters we see out there. We all have the same issues that we're dealing with. Self-doubt, realizing that we're going to make mistakes. Make those fast decisions. Make those mistakes and get that data because you know what? You're on your way and this is all stuff that you can start right now. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. 
uh, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? <laughs>